Uh, welcome to the OK Taco Show, everybody. My name is Conrad, and how are you, buddy? I guess it's the Connie G Show. Uh, they're the same show. It's the same guy. Uh, the illusion is gone. Today's the 18th of May, and it's 2023. Let's stop kidding ourselves. It's not the 90s anymore. Okay? <laughs> it's it's 2000. It's 23 years past the 90s. Okay? Which means that this is the same show, whether it's called the Connie G Show or the Conrad and Jack Show, or those guys from Wichita, or Con Radio, or the Conrad Show, or the OK Taco Show. There's a common denominator there. I don't care what denomination you are. It's common. Um, so, yeah, it is the 18th, which is uh, perfect. It's finally sunny outside, which is great if you guys are watching. Um, I still haven't posted last week's video. I'll post both. When I can, I don't have I don't have much time, um, so when I get a little bit of time, I'll post them. But I'll get the audio version out there. Thank you guys for subscribing uh, to the Patreon. It's just Okay Taco Show on Patreon. Thank you for just uh, looking for it on all the other places, and thank you even more for sharing it with a friend, telling people that there's some dumb waterhead um, that you know, made everybody mad and they all left him. So he's sitting alone in a taco shop. So, um, that's what's going on. I haven't heard or seen, um, my buddy Shannon since, um, last month or two months. I don't know. So, um, that's where that's at. Um, the, the last time I talked, I tried to, um, apologize for everything and make him know that it was there's a way forward if he'd like to and that's the last time I'd heard from him so um, you know that is then you don't know what to do you just don't know do you reach how many times do you do it Um, is there a limit all that stuff so anyways so like him hope you guys are doing well hope everybody's doing well have no idea um, but anyways, the show must go on and the taco shop must prevail. And that's the case, man. So we're working big changes, uh, that are happening incrementally. And that's just the way it is working on the liquor license. Still, there's just, um, you have to have all kinds of documentation in place. It's really incredible, you know, the amount of, you know, once you get into that, once you start being like, I want to start having a fun place, a fun vibe to get people hammered drunk in, that's when they just start more and more questions, and nobody really cares about the answer. That's the thing about filling out paperwork. Maybe you guys have noticed, if you're like me, you've been watching people and what they do with the paperwork. They don't read it. They file it away, and it's it's a box that's checked that they did their job, although they don't really care for their job. They hate their job, but they did their job. They got their paycheck, and they they put the file of documents in the file cabinet, and that way if there ever is a problem in the future, they can reference that their job was done correctly. And it's just a bunch of busy work that keeps people employed 
And I don't know if it if it amounts to a hill of beans about anything, because it basically, like everything, you fill out a bunch of paperwork saying who you are and what you're going to do and how you're going to do it, but then the onus still comes down to it's not like that's what I never understood about you're either going to do it the right way or you're not. So I can sit here and fill all this out and then turn around and do something completely opposite. Or I can fill it out and do what I was going to do anyways. So what what is the point of filling it out? And they'll say the point is, well, that's just the requirements. That's just how we got to do it. That's just the way it's done. That's just, that's just, that's just a lot of that. So, you know, why even ask it? So I don't anymore. I just say thank you. I, I sure hope there's more of this stuff to fill out to prove who I am and what I'm trying to do. It's pretty outrageous. I'm a guy that owns a restaurant trying to serve Alcohol. Has that ever been done before? Am I the first? I'm sorry, guys. Okay. So, um, what kind do you want to serve? I don't know. Maybe margarita. You ever heard of margaritas? I'd like to serve those. Uh Uh-huh. No, they're tangy a lot of times. Yellow or... I guess you can have like a lime green margarita, possibly even a red one. Those usually get into the daiquiri, which I don't want to confuse you guys with what a daiquiri is. So sometimes it feels like that when you're talking to people. But anyways, um, that's one of the big changes that we got going on at the shop. The next one is kind of different. It's I was trying to think outside the box the other day by thinking inside the box, guys. Sometimes you got to do that. And one of the things that became very popular, and I don't even know if it still is. It's kind of like... in like the 70s, the Schwann man started when, you know, gas, before that gas crisis and gas was like 23 cents a gallon or something. And, you know, so there was a bunch of dudes that put a bunch of meat and popsicles and stuff on a big frozen truck and had them drive around and sell, you know, um, freezer burned meat to geriatrics and frozen dinners and popsicles to these people. And it was called the Schwann man. It's a terrific man. And he did a great job and he bought truck after truck because fuel was basically free and people were paying him to deliver meat he just had some wheel time no regulations back then you could bring you know elephant meat rhino meat didn't matter and these people had no taste buds they covered it in salt and so the swan man became huge and powerful and it was it was huge it was the biggest frozen delivery service in the country i'm sure it might still be um but then you know once um fast food started populating the country, the thought of paying $5 for something that you're going to have to cook rather than just get something that's already made, you know, that sweeps the nation. So now it's go to Wendy's or BK Lounge and cancel my Swan membership. You know, I can now go get a hamburger or, you know, a Steakums or something down there at Steak and Shake, and I can just cancel my Swan membership. And so during the mid to late 80s, people were out. That's just another trend. And then it gets back to what the, the, the latest craze is the, you know, the, the meals that are already prepared, the healthy meals that are already prepared that get delivered, like from Blue Apron or whoever. Just pick a delivery service, and these are the big things now where, oh, my gosh, life is so frantic, and I have no idea how to read a recipe book so can you just send me 
everything already prepared in little compartments and then a recipe card and all mix it together. It takes a ba- basically the same amount of time, but you know, I don't have to go buy a bunch of cumin. You know, you'll just send me the I don't wanna I don't wanna live in a kitchen where I got like a container of cumin and a container of salt and a container of oregano. Like, can you just send me in a box that I can throw away and litter with? Can I just get a microwavable box, please? So um I might have to pause here. We'll have to see. Okay. You get figured out? You just got to get them on your ears. There you go. Can you hear me? All right. Can you hear yourself? Yeah. There. Uh, Sorry for the break, everybody. And I got a break in the video here, too. Sorry for the... I don't know if I can edit that together. Probably. I don't know. (laughs) It could be tough. Uh, Yeah, we were just talking about... I was just talking about um, delivery food services. Um, Like the the Schwann guy. Or like the add-on for... What's Pizza Hut or Well not like not Caesars. like when they're not like pizza delivery. I'm talking Schwant, like when they would deliver meals to people's houses that you still have to cook. You know, like the commercials for people oh, that are yeah. too busy to cook and they're like is the too, Asian if they're, if they're too busy to if they're too busy to sit on the couch and watch TV, then they probably have time to cook. Well you would think so. But anyways, uh yeah, so Jonas here, um that's what I was talking about, and I was leading into the fact that basically during the 70s, people got microwaves, and they didn't know what to put in them. For a long time, they were putting like um, just random stuff from around the house. They'd just microwave it, and microwaves were gigantic, and they were wooden. Like the outside, they made them look like wood. People liked that. And so the Schwann man drove that big van around because gas was like 13 cents a gallon, and so the Schwann man drove around selling crappy steaks and popsicles to old people who wanted to play with their microwave. That worked until like the mid-80s. And then fast food come out. So people just stopped cooking and they're like, I'll just eat McDonald's. Well, then that happened and then everybody got fat. And so now we're to where we are now where they'll deliver you healthy meals to your house. So you don't have to go to the grocery store and buy the ingredients because that's too difficult. I mean, what are you going to do? Walk to the spice aisle? You're going to walk... To the bread aisle, and it's like I got two things. It's twenty feet, and then it's like, oh my god, I forgot, I for, totally forgot cayenne. You got to turn around, walk all the way back to the spice aisle, make sure you get it all. Then by the time you're done, you got all these spices. Spent eight hundred dollars, and you made one crappy chicken enchilada. And so they said, no, we'll just deliver because people were like, that's too hard. There's too much going on at the grocery store. Can you just deliver it to my front door with instructions on how to cook just this dish? And that's what they have now. They're called like Blue Apron or there's different ones. Uh, like Healthy Fresh. Like Hello Fresh. Like that lady that cooks on Hello Fresh. Yeah, she's over. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So that's what happens. And so James and I, the reason that it matters to OK Taco Company is that Thick James and I were talking about possibly doing promotional things for the show. And I was like, well, maybe we'll do some kind of um, 
box, a monthly box, what would be in our gift box? And I thought we could always have a T-shirt in there, you know, throw a T-shirt. That'd be the most expensive thing. You could put, um, what other, like a koozie one month. Taco shell. You could well, you could put a coupon for a taco or something in there, a gift box. But then James, as always, has the best idea ever. Why aren't we? <laughs> why aren't we putting at least in some of the months? We should put um, plant seeds in there for people to grow their own plant. And he had a specific plant in mind, a poison ivy plant. <laughs> so <laughs> I think we're going to start giving away monthly gift boxes. Um, like $20 a month, you sign up, we'll send you a box, and you'll get a t-shirt, and you'll get a little pack of poison ivy seeds <laughs> if you just want to grow some poison ivy around the house. I'll grow with Rowan's room. Because the thing about poison ivy, and I don't know, Jonah, have you ever got it? No. Okay. Well, the thing about poison ivy, some people are allergic, some people aren't. And then sometimes it's in your brain. <laughs> because once somebody around you gets poison ivy, like, all of a sudden you start rubbing your leg and stuff. In fact, I think my leg itches. And you'll scratch it so much that you'll infect it, and it will get something on it. And inevitably, you'll get poison ivy because you wanted it. And we used to do all kinds of places where we would weed eat and get poison ivy all over us. And sometimes I thought I was allergic and my eyes would swell up and my body would swell up and I kind of think I'm allergic to poison ivy. I pour a little gas on it. It'd kill the poison More ivy. Gas on your <laughs> yeah. Face. yeah. Well, rub it. <laughs> pour it on my head and rub it on my face <laughs> just to get the poison ivy off. But um, the thing about poison ivy, everybody's an expert about it. Like if you catch it, they'll tell you what to put on it. Some gas. Well, the, nobody usually says gas, but... Like, if you were to come home and say, I think I got poison ivy. Lick it. Mom would have some... <laughs> don't use my remedies. Mom would have some idea. She'd be like, Jonah, you need to... And she'd be like, you gotta, first you got to soak it, then you got to ice it. You always ice it. Everything... You're going to notice that, too. Every ailment you ever have, ice it. So if you ever get poison ivy, put a little ice on it, it should be fine. Or you can do both at once. Then they'll always be like, oh, take an ibuprofen. It's always the same thing over and over. And they always pre-poison ivy, like... There's a lot of poison ivy out here, and they'll tell you what it looks like. See, it looks like this. And then every and other every other plant looks exactly like this. You never know what poison ivy is. So if I send you the seeds every month, you can grow it, and you can tell people that for sure. Right there is poison ivy. And then push them into it. <laughs> yeah, you can make them, you know, play catch over by the poison <laughs> ivy. And like halfway through catch, because every asshole's an expert. Halfway through catch, you can just be like, "Hey, by the way, that's poison ivy right there. I've been planting it." And then they'll be like, oh, I didn't even notice. Of course you didn't, because nobody knows what poison ivy is. And just assume it's everywhere. That's what I don't understand. Treat everything as if it's going to make you itch. Then it doesn't matter. Sometimes I'll just walk around and be like, I bet that bush makes me itch. Rowan's <laughs> allergic to grass. Yes, she's allergic <laughs> to grass. You used to hate blades of grass. It'll make you itch. And then there's, I don't know what's in the grass. I guess little bugs or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you can mail chiggers. I don't know. <laughs> Because I, I don't know if I can get like a box of chiggers and mail them to people. Yeah, that's what I told Adrian yesterday. I said, I'll, I'll, put, I'll send you a box of ticks. Yeah, because there's ticks and chiggers out here everywhere. So anyways, we're just trying to do more things around the shop to make people, you know, that's it's not really taco related. You get to promote OK Taco by wearing a T-shirt. Um, but then you also will have something that grows year after year to remind you of your trip to Route 66, where you <laughs> signed you up for the monthly gift box. Maybe you could box. mail a June bug. Yeah, there's, all, there's ideas. People have ideas. I mean, 
I'm just trying to think of like four things, and clearly you got to get the cost down. If it costs us fifty dollars and they're only paying twenty, that's not a good thing. But it depends on how many people are signed up. Let's assume just to be safe, like one million. <laughs> just, I mean, not that yeah, we have that many people right. listening, but let's be ready for it. There's, prob- there's probably been one million people been here. Like, how many times have they been here? Oh, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. If everybody that's been here signed up for the box, one, we'd probably get a great deal on poison ivy seeds. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> we buy a lot of them. You get and- a great deal, and they're probably like 10 cents because there's so much of it. I don't know. I've never bought them. But you can. I did look it up. You can buy poison ivy. We can ma- mail an owl pellet for him. Like a little owl, owl owl dump. Yeah, there is a lot of birds around here that are stuck in there. I saw one at the park. Well, there's one. There's some that are stuck inside the. I learn a lot just by looking, looking, yeah, and observing. So the top of the taco shop in the back, where the business happens, people would say, um, if you go out the back door, there's a 103 boys sign that we painted over, but above that, there's a little nest, a little hole. Basically a hole in the roof where they joined the two buildings left a hole there. Probably should have sealed it up. Instead, they left it open. So birds have been getting up in the ceiling and living there. It's nice and dry for the most part. Um, great place to meet other birds. They're hanging out probably, in there. There's so, probably so much crap up there. And so, and these are, I don't know what brand of bird they are. What? Crows. <laughs> I mean, I'm not sure. Um like if they're Ford or Chevy or what birds these are. But anyways, these little Fords get up in there. And James said, well, have you ever heard of a bird balloon? Again, Thick James, he has a different internet than me, so he knows about other things. He has Um, news. Yeah, he watches a lot of news. So I said, what the hell is a bird balloon? And you know those in some of the movies for like Asia movies where they light those things on the river and they float around like the balls? Oh, yeah. Like light candles. So, basically, a bird balloon is that, only without the candle. You buy this, looks like a paper mache face. It's a big ball, and you hang them up because then birds, Fords or Chevys, will come up to that thing and be scared of what's going on with it. And so then they'll probably peck right through it. Well, I said, well, I'm not gonna pay. I mean, we have cans here. I'll just paint a face on this can. And put it up there. Because it's the idea, I guess, is that the bird gets threatened that there's a just a gigantic bird, ball size or can size bird <laughs> that is nested there. And so I put one up in that corner. Potato. But the potato the, size. Yeah. The, the, <laughs> yeah, the bird. Um, well, we can tell that story. I mean, we might as well. This is what this show's about. But the bird was not intimidated and it pecked the, <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> the can down. They got in a fight and then. <laughs> So I got to figure out a better way. Maybe maybe paint it some more instead of just... Well, I thought it would be like the reflection, like it'd see itself, like a double bird or something. Like cats, like those funny cat and dog videos where they get intimidated by themselves. Well, that's true. Yeah, yes, exactly. Cats, you can't put a mirror in front of a cat. It'll fight all night. I, will, I would <laughs> do that to the Lila. Cats are, and that's why we know that their brains are so small. I mean, mm. you put a laser pointer in front of it, it goes <laughs> nothing. <laughs> Like, what the heck is that? Is as the wall got one red dot on fire, you know? And then why it thinks it could do something about just have it? A lot, just have a lot of... I'm going to have one gigantic mirror in my house. Yeah. With all my cats, and they're all going to be fighting it. That's true. You put one of them silly mirror rooms in there. 
You know what I'm talking about? That make one's, them really short or make yeah. them really tall or make fat. Make a crazy mirror house for a we cat can, to go we through. We can make one here because... I don't want your cat to come no, here. No, I mean, like, make a mirror here. Because you, all it is is denting a mirror. What do you mean? Or How do you make a mirror first? Glass and me- Glass and polished metal. Well, yeah, I think you also have... There's something about sand. That's how, that would be how you make glass. That's how you make glass. Yeah. You burn. You basically. <laughs> oh, I knew that. Burn sand. <laughs> <laughs> you burn sand to make glass. Or I don't think. Melt. I don't know. But it's got to be glass sand. It's not just. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can't just take a sand from the playground and make glass out of it. Yeah, you can. It'd just be dirty. <laughs> I don't know. Ah, uh, gotta go back to Silver Dollar like, City and you, learn something. Yeah. <laughs> But there's the but those people who make the glass. Have you seen one of those videos? They oh, they probably got huge they beards. Have, no, they they don't have anything. They've burnt it all off. I imagine glass makers. But they are wearing these like astronaut suits. Just, oh yeah, they wear those big beekeeper <laughs> suits. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. it's like they're gonna burn up inside it. Yes, um, and they might. Um, I don't know. It's I don't watch too. M- I should watch more. Last time I watched like a thing like How It's Made, which is a good show to learn about that stuff. There was a guy that was talking about how they made paper, and it blew me away. So you you had trees very thin. <laughs> I just thought they were growing thin trees out there, but they're just cutting them up. <laughs> and then the one time I learned how they made rope, and that really blew oh me. Oh my god, that's just <laughs> another tree. Yeah, it was. <laughs> so it's wild, though. You wouldn't think it, it doesn't grow on a tree. You can't just you By a watch, rope tree. We should just watch. You should watch how it's made. How you make supercars. Oh, you watch how it's made too much. It, it's too trippy. It blows your mind. You're, you're like, what the? <laughs> that is not what I thought happened to make that. <laughs> <laughs> I think we could make it easier. Just and then you na- do it and it doesn't work at all. Yeah, that's true. I I I do usually think about the outcome. Like, why don't we just make yogurt this way? And then it's da- <laughs> and then it's heat raw. up milk. <laughs> Or freeze it after. Meanwhile, I'll tell you, it's basically just sour cream in the fridge all night. Yeah, basically. Um, sour well, cream salt. We had it. Yeah, we did have a quite the. What, what would you call that when you learn something? Epiphany. Epiphany. Uh, well, we made Jonah aware of something that's kind of a family secret. Um, when James was born, uh, <laughs> James. James is born. It's a beautiful day. Uh, you know, the sky's lit up and everybody was happy. No, the but, sky's um, lit up by clouds. <laughs> so but what gassed. they did was, um, he was born male. Um, <laughs> oh. But they left one of his um, raisins. <laughs> one of his raisins didn't go to the bag. And oh. the raisin was up in his stomach. And so as he grew older, and because nobody was looking for his raisins... Um, <laughs> He didn't know. He just assumed everybody had one raisin. And <laughs> <laughs> what had happened is that... When he went to the doctor for his checkup. doctor reached down there and said, <laughs> you're missing, missing something in here, bucko. Um, anyways, Dr. Kumar reached down there, rubbed around, realized there's a raisin gone, and then they like, now I got to find it. Um, <laughs> now, the problem was, as he was growing, his body was sending all the grow juice down to the bag... And it was just filling up one raisin <laughs> with all of <laughs> whatever that does. And so what we told Jonah is that, um, unfortunately, yeah, James was born with two, but one was stuck inside of his stomach, 
when they finally <laughs> revived it, pulled it out, <laughs> put it back in its bag, in its home, uh, the other one had taken all the steroids. It's tater tot and potato. So now he's got a tater tot and a potato floating around. Um, which is good information that people need to be aware of, really, when you see Thick James, just understand <laughs> that... He gets it, right? Yeah, he's going to walk funny, because um, he's got he's off balance. He's got... <laughs> He's got rocks in a pocket, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not great. So, anyways, that was um, not on the list. I was talking about the poison ivy seeds. We had to get that. Oh, well, I can talk about. I can ask you this. Um, there was a cyclone. Do you know what a cyclone is? Uh, like a cyclops, or no, like a like a hurricane. But then there's also a cyclone oh. and a typhoon and a tornado. Typhon is typhoon? typhoon comes from the Greek myth monster Typhon. Well, yeah, but I think it's a still a thing. Like if an earthquake happens, then there's usually a typhoon warning for whatever area. Kind of like a tsunami. Oh wait, maybe I'm thinking of tsunami. Now I don't know what a typhoon is. <laughs> tsunami um. is a gi- giant wave that basically destroys. Places near the ocean or at the ocean. Yeah, but is a cyclone? Cyclone's like a water tornado. It's, is the way that yeah, I would describe it. It's like it. a tornado. Well, it's like a hurricane. But it's not. It's a. It's its own thing. It's Anyways, little. a cyclone hit um, like Bangladesh or something. So I wrote it down because in America we don't really it, care. It, what's but, Bangladesh? Yeah, in America it's like. Is it like, just, is it like DoorDash? It's basically, it's just, a, it's like Sky Rizzy. You take Bangladesh every third day and it, you don't have any plaque psoriasis anymore. If you take, did you take your Bangladesh, your Myanmar? Asked, it, it might as well be. You thick James that. Because nobody really in, a, in this country, I mean, when we see, because sometimes the news will say it like, uh-oh, look, Category 5 cyclone hit this. But this area that it hit, it's already... It's run by some army, that so it doesn't have a government. It's run by just, and it's already refugees people, and they're living in shacks. And then this happens. It's like it's got to be pretty. You got to think things are like, what are we doing wrong here? If you fled a country because everybody was shooting each other, you left to a different country, and the moment you got there, you found a nice shack, a nice cardboard box. You were living there, heating up your rice. All of a sudden, cyclone, and there's no warning. Like, that's another thing that people just assume that just happens for us. Because here we have tornado warnings in the news and people sit around all day when there's a bad thing. There's tornado watch tonight. There's going to be a tornado. It's like all the, day. It's all like week. The la- Like, yeah. the last time, I'm like, it's not going to happen. You look outside. It is perfectly sunny. Right. And sometimes it does and sometimes nobody knows. But at least here they make everybody aware of it. It's the biggest deal. It's always going to be the worst one. And then... Whatever happens, happens. There, you would just be sitting there eating your handful of peanut butter, and all of a sudden, you'd be like, oh my God, I felt a raindrop, and turn around, and there's a damn cyclone in your backyard. And your backyard, by the way, is like the size of this room, and then there's a box in it with another family. That's what every backyard is. It's just filled with people, and you're just seeing the cyclone come. And there's in no our, car to leave, there's no nothing. In our backyard, we have a chicken coop and James. Yeah, in our backyard, we got Thick James <laughs> with his potato. And, uh, <laughs> you know, so we'll just go hang on to his belt loop and hope it doesn't suck us up. <laughs> but they don't have Thick Jameses over there. They just have, you know, skinny Ricks, a bunch of <laughs> skinny guys. 
So I don't know. I think they're all dead. And then... I think they're all, oh, new country. (laughs) Well, it's pretty bad. I think they might be all dead. But they're all dead, and then you, and then someone goes over there, and they're like, "Ooh, uncharted land." Yeah, just to get these bones out of the way. Um, (laughs) Wonder what happened here. Cyclone. Yeah, it's category ninety-three cyclone. (laughs) Category nine. Is that even a? This is a six thousand mile an hour cyclone hit this place. It doesn't really. Why even say what it really is if nobody truly cares? Why are we reporting it? I mean, there's nothing unless we're going to send a celebrity over there but to who, yeah. put a suit on and to you know sprinkle some holy water on it. Nobody's going to do anything. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's frustrating because then it's that's a headline. Like 400 people, maybe 800 people died in a cyclone, and then the next headline is usually the there's no vegan milk at Starbucks, and people are there like <gasps> vegan milk or bad. Ah. Like, guys, uh, you want to read about the cyclone or the vegan milk? I'm going to strap myself to a tree because you guys won't serve vegan milk. That's not a real thing. <laughs> Mom, mommy needs almond milk for some reason. She's you can't milk an almond or vegan. I know. It's just milk. Yeah. It is just milk. Maybe a vegan cow. A cow that just eats vegan. Well, maybe. That's But then you can't milk an almond. Unless you can't milk an almond. Um, You got to squeeze real hard. <laughs> and then it just crushes. It's like popping a zit. It's Almond like, is the zit like of when, the forest. It's like when your dad and Tug, I watched them have a fight on... On zits? No, your dad was trying to pop Tug's zit. Oh, my dad. Uh, yeah, Grandpa Richard is... He will. He no, was he, Dr. Pimple Popper before that woman stole his title. There's a woman that is famous yeah, for the, popping there, zits. I was at the triplets house. And oh, they her, love it, don't they? No. Triplets her, love no, zits. Her mom, her mom was watching it like... <sighs> And I'm over here like, that's not a pimple. That is That's like, a goiter. That's called a goiter <laughs> when they're big. Yeah. No, that's not even a goiter. It's like a potato on the on the bottom of their foot. What are you doing? Oh, God. Yeah, you don't met. That's a, that that requires <laughs> yeah. a land. Anytime you need tools. They need tools on popping. They make <sighs> tools on just little ones. That lady was watching you. I trusted her to keep you safe. Hmm. We mostly just played down in the basement. Unless... And the mom watches it videos. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that would be... If now, there was a... Need, now, they there need a now they need a minibus because they have another baby. Yeah, there was already f- five of them. Four. And now there's Four. five. But plus Three so that mattered. Three who matter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're not supposed to say that, I don't think. But um, there was... But they were all... But there was... Now though, if they were all driving around, they need a minibus. Oh yeah, they needed something bigger. Do you know that when we were younger, back at my zip popping prime, when I had, I was growing, I was basically like, if there was a the farmer, old, like, I was a zip farmer. I was farming them. You're over here. I was just growing them. I just go to bed, and a crop would be a plenty in the morning. I just had plenty <laughs> of new zits ready for. My dad to pop. Um, at about that time, he bought a purple van that was like the size of Big Red, but all van. So just imagine a big truck, and then instead of making it have a bed, put a van on the back. Like the brown truck. Yeah, put all one thing with two gigantic doors so on the about, side. So about to be the yeah. brown truck. It was a um, pretty cool driving machine, got a lot of attention. Lot of double looks. I mean, it's better than driving classic car when you drive a huge van, purple van, <laughs> and plenty of places to get your zits popped in there. We do that quite a bit. 
I wonder what happened. I wonder how many zits got popped in there. I don't know, man. I probably, every day, I would get zits popped, probably. <laughs> for a while. When I was growing them good. Tug. Tug. The up. worst are on your inner nose and in your ear. Those ones hurt the most. Uh, on your lip. Oh, Ooh, boy. Get your lip zits, buddy. And then you get, then they take, give you these pills to make your skin dry out. And luckily you're, your skin if you're pregnant and you take these pills, it turns your children into like freaking webbed feet people or something, <laughs> <laughs> the hot dog people. And then, so luckily we're men and then your face just, you turn into a lizard. They dries you out so much that you just get lizard skin. And then they give you this cream to rub on your face. It's like Mimo when she was, she, she said, my feet are drying out. Now I need this antibacterial thing because I stepped on a carpet. It's awful. It was an awful time from, I mean, taking that stuff. Made your back hurt and your body ache because you take this stuff to make your zits dry up. You'd be sitting there in class and you'd have parts of your lip and stuff falling on your book. <laughs> <laughs> Scratch your face and 8,000 <laughs> dead skin would fall off, old zits. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Like, but I think they've fixed it now. I think they stopped rubbing chocolate on kids' faces or whatever gave zits. I don't know. Did you know um, the Lamborghini Contact causes back pain? Not because of how fast it is, because the pedals are slightly offset to where you have to like be diagonal to push them. On a Lamborghini Countach? Yeah. No, I did not know that. But then it causes back pain. But so, most people that drive a Lamborghini Countach are probably old people that have bad backs, too. Already, yeah. Yeah. So there might be that, too. It's like, maybe let younger people drive it, guys. Maybe not make it $300,000 for just old, rich people to drive <laughs> that don't know how to drive them anyways. It's like, um, Grandma Betty. <sighs> Grandma Betty, dude, she's... How old is she? 157 <laughs> years old right now. And still, same wardrobe. She got her wardrobe when she was... Eight. Eight years old, and this pantsuit every day, one egg, one cold egg, cook two eggs every night, leave one in the fridge, fried, unopened, you know, just unwrapped. That's just Grandma Betty. Protein. I've, it was so boring at her house. I can't believe you went to Grandma Betty's house. Yeah, me and Mom made us, when we were going to Maureen Chlorine's house. Oh, you mean Grandma Kay made you go to Grandma Betty's? Well, yeah, because we were... We couldn't just sit in the hot car. It was the middle of summer during the Dust Bowl. <laughs> I don't remember that. The du- Literally, it was like, I hope this it doesn't happen here, but um, last year it was literally rained a lot like this year, but then after, like halfway through it, it was ho- it was drier than the Dust Bowl. Oh, yeah. I was mowing during that. And yeah. Then, yeah, I remember that. It was pretty dry. And you went and sat in a hot car? No, I wish I could have, but... <laughs> Instead, you went into we, Grandma Betty's house? We were there, and it was Tell like... Tell me all about it. it what was, was the secret code? Like, How much blood did you spill? <laughs> 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 How much was in the dungeon? I think Gump was mowing her lawn. Oh, and yeah. That was He'd mow that thing about three or four times a week. <laughs> <laughs> Too much. 30 bucks. <laughs> um, but the only thing to do, and mm-hmm. me and Kayla, I think it was either Kayla or Bertug... We played Space Invaders on his phone the whole time. Oh, yeah. And there's literally just like a little cart filled with duplicos. That's just her life. And, you know, you... Sometimes it's like, I wish people that 
Because could you say it's basically boredom? Wouldn't you be bored? Yeah. If you just sat in a house all day with, and no technology. But the old, but she's like happy. Is she though? Oh, uh, she's always. That doesn't look happy when she makes that face. She. That's the way her. That's her happy face. I don't know. I, I sometimes I think it's like, man, you got to do something. And then she was like, when Fight a when we went to Grandma K's house. <laughs> I mean, go over there and help the kids. House, um, she was there, and Mom asked, "Do you need help turning the TV on?" She's like, "No, I just watched a movie marathon on some guy. It's three hours, <laughs> one movie." Well, they say, and I probably agree that. You know, the older you get, the wiser, because you conceivably learn more as you get older, and you keep learning, and so by the time you get Grandma Betty's age, 150, you're wise. I mean, you know everything that happened for 150 years. You well, lived it. maybe it's not very wise. But if you ignore all of the things that happened and just live exactly like it was in 1973, did you ever really get any wiser, or did you just yeah. stay exactly the same? I think it's exactly the same. Right. I think that's definitely what happened to Grandma Betty. I think, yeah, she's definitely stuck at some point I in time. Maybe she get should. I think a step up would be probably get rid of that wardrobe. You can usually tell by gifts, and she I think gives like five dollars to people or ten dollars. She's done that since the nineties, and she stopped recently. So you didn't get you don't get anything. So ketchup packet yeah she might give you an old ketchup packet or something <laughs> which is good that, you like ketchup rowan will eat it with a fork yeah and she's over here i did that once no it was definitely more than once i remember watching you a couple times trying to eat ketchup with a fork mm. she's a weirdo well the reason i bring up grandma betty or you brought up grandma betty but we started talking about her outfit is this and the deliveries thing we can both agree that um, your mother, my wife, as great as she is, does not know what to wear, ever. No, she dresses wild. She. It's like no idea. And then when she, and then she's always concerned of what I'm wearing. Yeah, but she's dressed like some sort of crazy lady. And so, there's this site that you can go to and put your address in, and they just send a box of clothes for anybody. You could do it for yourself or for a friend or. Maybe even one of those people that got hit by the cyclone. Whatever you want to do. But there was, but <clears> they're going to start sending mommy these clothes. <laughs> and I told her. Because I was like, well, clearly you don't know what you like and won't buy anything. And it's all just the same stuff and I you had, hate she it. She over here. But she was um, the day of the concert. Yeah. Um, she, I, she was like, you got to make it match. I'm trying to make it match. I have a blue shirt. Do you know that blue shirt that you carried me around in? That Under Armour one that has oh, yeah, it's great. holes in the back? Great handle and shirt. It, and I was wearing those shorts that Tug got when we went for, I think it was second grade shopping. Yeah. Back to school shopping Grandma with Grandma K. But that was the probably the funniest experience with Grandma K because we just split up and Audrey went alone. And then Grandma K and Rowan went and bought crap because <laughs> crappy backpack that broke it. Thirty minutes, <laughs> and then me and Tug went out to Dick Sporting Goods. Oh yeah, we got a bunch of shorts and stuff, and we were literally just wandering around the mall for <laughs> hours with a hundred dollars. Nice. But we we're supposed to be getting clothes. Dude, but the there, she. But we ended up when we were going home. Yeah. 
Um, we ended. I actually took one of Tug's pair of shorts because it was in the same bag as my shorts mm-hmm. and shirts. Um, it was one of his, so it was like one, a dark blue with teal sides. And he just kept it, it and then got yeah. bigger and grew into it. Yeah, I grew it. It's still pretty big for me. Like the waistband fits me, but the rest of it's like these are shorts that fit me that I like, but the those are like. Oh yeah. It's like I'm wearing a dress, but <laughs> at least. It, but then she made me wear those. And she made me wear that church shirt, and she's like, dress like you were at church. And I told her, I am not wearing jeans in 150-degree weather. Yeah, you hate jeans. In this weather. I like jeans, but not in this weather. What weather do you like to wear jeans in? Like winter, fall. Pre-winter? Yeah. Yeah, just when it's a little chilly. But you don't like jeans when they get wet. They're the worst. (laughs) Yeah, they're just... They're heavy. No, but she's over here... And then she's like, this will work. And she's like, there are so many shirts in here I haven't seen in a while. Yeah, that's because you haven't bought me anything in a while. <laughs> I have to wear these shirts over and over again. Well, that looks good on you. That's a this nice is, shirt. No, this shirt didn't fit me when she got it for me. This is like the one shirt. Well, either way, we're sending Mommy a box of clothes every month. Now, the thing is, I guess you pick through it. The fun part is this. Fashion My show? goal. My goal on the fashion show is this. We say everything's awful and they need to redo it. Because you can keep sending this stuff back and they just keep sending you stuff. You never pay for it until you keep something. So we make them keep sending all this stuff. And mommy gets to try out all the clothes and wear them for a day and we just go, nah, I don't, we don't, no, that, was, that doesn't fit right. It's not the right look. It's not the right color. Whatever. She sends all of it back. They keep sending it. We never pay for anything. And we just play a scam on a delivery service, basically. Aren't they playing a scam on you if there's... I'm delivering poison ivy seeds. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody can scam the guy that delivers poison ivy seeds. <laughs> you know, You're not scamming we were, me unless you... I mean, what do you mean? The neighbor's house when we just... She can wear in, the clothes. But you know the neighbor's house that we... That, like, right after we moved in, the neighbor's house was literally, like, you could barely see it. All of it was poison ivy, though. Oh, so yeah. I loved it. And I, I was like... If you're gonna, if I was just thinking, if you're gonna deliver poison ivy seeds, that guy wouldn't have come and cut it all down. He could have got infinite. It's so funny that the poor people that like our neighbor with the poison ivy, they just didn't take care of their house, and ivy took over it. But also, rich people will sometimes plant ivy on their mansions to make it look cool. I don't know. Yeah, that's to make it look cool. So, in a way. Richard is trying to keep it real when they do that or something. Yeah, maybe you should, like, that's what I was talking, like, make a little house and make everything good underground. She'll always ask people how much ivy they have when they're trying to <laughs> brag like, about yeah, their house. Are, we, are, we have ours all the way down. How much poison ivy do you guys have on your house? We have under the <laughs> under the deck. Yeah, we, we sleep in it. So, yeah, nice house. Pretty cool. Um, I don't know. I didn't. Is the dentist a scam? You just went to the dentist. Um, it wasn't that great because all she did, she charged mommy for having perfect teeth. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I I don't know. I've kind of put dentists in a special category with veterinarians, and you wanted to be a veterinarian. So here's the thing about veterinarians. Um, bad ones, you can go in there with the animal, and they'll be like, yeah, it's going to be $3,000 to fix your dog. It might have cancer, and it may just have a stomach ache. We're not sure. But if you were to show up dressed like we are 
and in a crappy vehicle, that same procedure, they'll you could leave like, well, just kill my dog then, and walk out. Then they'll call you and be like, oh, we can do it for four hundred dollars. So it's a negotiation. So it doesn't really yeah. matter, and they're always out to get more money. Mommy just tells me it'll make a lot of money, and Rowan's over here talking. I want to be this fashion designer, and I'm gonna have this mansion and a bunch of kids and a limo. Yeah. And one half of the house is gonna be for them, so they're gonna have to take care of it. The other house is gonna be. For she's got to figure it out. And um, she's, she doesn't even. And she's. And then she told me, "I'm broke. Can I have some money?" <laughs> <laughs> well, she should be broke. She shouldn't have any money right now. But she's got big plans, uh, like you, with being a vet. The dentist. It seems like. At least half the world doesn't even have them. Yeah, and then while we were here, I just... I mean, you have an emergency dentist for when, like, a snake bites your neck and you get a bunch of poison into your molar or something, and then all of a sudden it's like you got to go see the witch doctor who's going to knock your tooth out with a bone or something. But that's it. There's no... In the jungle, man, there's no dentist, but yet people are fine. I always think about that, where is it true that it doesn't matter, or... Is that the reason people died when they were like 45 way back then? Because they didn't take no, care of their... people actually lived longer. No, back in or, like... no, like 18. They lived shorter, but then... Yes. I mean, like, and then my teacher, Mr. Mountain, he... I don't know uh, what... Mr. Mark. Yeah. Told me they probably counted time differently back when Jesus... Because people would live up to be 200. I think the guy who lived the longest was like 450. Other people would live in to be like six or 700 years if you read the Bible. Yeah, but then Mr. I told Mr. Mountain people might have counted time differently. He, no, they didn't. Uh, they might have. No, they didn't. Well, I, yeah, I'm not sure how they counted time. I'd probably use my hands and toes. Yeah, it's like... I'm a thousand. And Greg, <laughs> Greg said, I'd, I'd be fine getting frostbite on my pinky toes because the one time I could think I used them was when I had to count to 20 in preschool. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> wait. Yes. Wait. <laughs> wait, wait. It is weird. I always, I didn't really think about my toes. It's like the counting. player telling Adrian about the missing toe baseball player. Oh, yeah. That was just a made up story. Or was it? Or was it? Or was it Adrian? Loser, Adrian. stop listening to the show, Adrian. Adrian was just yesterday. He was not using any common sense. Uh, that happens. Um, so, what were we even talking about? Oh, the dentist. Yeah, is it a scam? Yes or no? Uh, sometimes, yes. Because they, the six-month check, checkup, um, if it's a six-month check, checkup, and maybe three months ago, you lo- you got <laughs> you got mouth can't like what Mima did. She ate oh, yeah. burning hot pizza the night before, and then went and they said her she had mouth cancer. Well, that's the worst is if you burn up your mouth pretty bad from a frozen pizza. Um, and that's happened to all of us. Been yeah, there. we've all made that mistake of biting a hot pocket right out of the microwave um, and just. Really destroyed our mouths. Daddy, what we should do when we get home, we should sneak toaster strand, um, sneak some toaster scrambles in the in the house. Do we have toaster scrambles? They're at Harps. You've seen them? Yes. Oh no. They have bacon. <laughs> All right. Yes, we should definitely do that. We have to stop and get some. And then we we put those in the toaster strudel box and see if Rowan notices. Oh, we can do that. Um, 
she probably still would put frosting <laughs> yeah, on it. Yeah, she still put frosting in so As long as we keep frosting in there, we can do that. Um, do you think artificial intelligence is going to take over the world? Maybe. Well, it's it's really not been out that long, but it's kind of out to the public now. And, you know, everybody's fascinated by it. But there's also that's still the right word to use, even if it's dangerous. It's fascinated. <laughs> uh, I think that it's pretty. <laughs> well, if you live, if if people are spending four five, six, eight hours on a device which they are um and then if your whole world basically that you're awake is through a device then you might be manipulated if the interactions you think that you're having with a person aren't even a real person because how would you know and that's the part that people right now they're like yeah you can barely tell and then in my mind i'm thinking well then maybe you can't tell because if you can barely tell, then you do get fooled. Maybe there's some that you don't get fooled. Jim, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, he was just taping a special across the hall called to come see how thick my coffee is. <laughs> it's thick James, everybody. <laughs> Anything you want to say to the audience? Not much. Do you think artificial intelligence is going to take over the world? Well, they already did. According to James, they've already <laughs> taken over the world. Um <laughs> and we're not real. Here, let's see if this let's see if this will feel real. <laughs> we may not be breathing. We may not be real. This will feel real. <laughs> Still feels real to me. Um, it's so. like when you're. It's like when you fall off a cliff in VR, on gorilla tag in VR, and you fall off a cliff. Mm-hmm. That feels so real because mommy's fell down. Well, yeah. Everybody's I, an alien. Everybody's an alien. Illegal alien. That's true. We're all we're all legal aliens. Um, illegal. Illegal? Just because you fornicated in the country and you're in the chemical you had a baby. Did you say fornicated? Fornicated into the country. Oh, had a baby. Now you're born citizen. I didn't know. Are you having a baby in there? I don't know. He's he's getting into government talk right now. This is freaking. I think he. Was he having a baby? Jim Limbaugh, dude. Listen, Rush. Tucker Carlson, chill out, man. We're not solving the border crisis. We're just talking about artificial intelligence. Crisis. This this show is so special on crises of the world. Here's a border crisis. Oh, my gosh. People are coming. Oh, no. Send them back to the cyclone place. We've got Starbucks to drink. But there's no vegan milk. What? We're, we're getting attacked by butts. Butts? But according to uh, Jim, we're getting attacked by cigarette butts. Yeah, there's... There's already enough outside. He puts them in his pocket. Are you canning them? Canning them, selling them later? Can. Yeah, put them in a bean can. They need to make a bean can echo tube. Get the Milwaukee charged up so ready to blow it off again. Uh, all right. Well, we'll finish up here. We're about done. Um, the last subject... We- we're going to just agree that... I don't even want Starbucks because there's no vegan milk there. Well, we were talking about artificial intelligence. It's, I think that that subject is really important, but no, I don't think we have the capacity to handle it at this time. Um, we'll probably get an expert in here, possibly. 
I don't even want Starbucks. There's too. There's no vegan milk. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, so I don't know if I want to talk about. Can you? About that. I can't. Can you read your handwriting? Yeah, I was talking about. There was a thing in here about Mick Jagger's son, who's a famous from the Rolling Stones singer. Oh, like in the Goldbergs. Did you know the Rolling Stones made? Well, yeah, and the Goldbergs is based about the eighties, right? And the Rolling Stones were the biggest band in the eighties, and it's forty years <laughs> ago, and they're still the biggest band now. And people are still talking about them now as if it was eighty three. And it's really crazy because Mick Jagger has a son who's like twenty two, and Mick Jagger's in his eighties. Wouldn't it be weird to have a when you were born if your dad was already sixty something? It'd be odd, wouldn't it? It's like But uh, would it be better? I don't know if it would be better because I could get you into movies, but I can do that now. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think of things that you get when you're I get cheaper breakfasts. Senior discount. Um that's not very big of a di- it's like three dollars. Yeah. It's like that one time at the bowling alley. But is it worth it? And I can't play catch with you, and I can't run. I can't do anything else because I'm 65 you years can't, old. You can't exercise. Yeah, I'm wonder, 72. You're eight. Let's have fun. <laughs> Here, feed me that Jello. <laughs> I wish Mommy still bought Jello, but she's. But what if the wisdom's there? Like that's the thing. What if you were? What if there's no wisdom? Well, yeah. If Grandma Betty has you at, at 85, then you're screwed. <laughs> Just look at what happened to Grandma Kay. but um that's a different story (laughs) that's a different story but i think if it's like what if elon musk had you when he was 80 uh you'd be rich you'd be rich but you might also he might be pretty like he would even he might know stuff he'd already have an artificial intelligence of himself just a robot just rolling around i'm elon musk Hello. He might be a robot now. We're not sure. Probably is. Probably is. Did you? He he bought from some guy. He bought the trademark for Tesla. He I didn't. Didn't, know he, that. didn't he didn't um, come up with the word. Well, the word's been around. It's the guy's name. Nikola Tesla. He yeah. he met Nikola Tesla. So yeah, that's he's probably a robot. Well, that's what I'm saying. That it's named after that inventor. I think. He is. N- no, he's not named. Elon Musk. No, I mean the Tesla is named after the. Yeah, inventor. because I think it's because Nikola Tesla showed that what all electricity. Was he right-handed or left-handed? I don't remember. How did he bat? I did a. Did, did he bat a, right-handed or bat left-handed? What did he play baseball? Are we sure about this? Should we fact-check this? No, well, just keep I don't, going. I don't remember a lot of stuff when because me and Noah had to do it together, and he because I was Thomas Edison and he was Nikola Tesla. And we've been I was Benjamin Franklin. Oh my god! Who was I? For a famous American. Oh, I was not either. I wasn't in it. And uh, we were, and I was. I was but myself. he was. We were basically. We basically did the whole thing together because they were best friends, and they also tried to kill each other. A bunch oh, of back then everybody <laughs> you could kill anybody. Back in the Thomas Edison he days. A, Thomas Edison killed an elephant. He, well, he shocked an elephant to death, but he also. It's he, because it was one way electricity. He was trying to prove to Nikola Tesla that Tesla is literally one way of energy for a car. Yeah. But he was trying, Thomas Edison was trying to prove that two-way energy is safer than one-way energy. Yeah, he was trying to prove it. But then he, he, then he <laughs> electrocuted <laughs> an elephant. So, 
go big or go home. That's what Tommy Ed would do, you know? Should we put a person in here? No, put an elephant. But we have all these people we own. Can we put them? No, 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 no. Put an elephant. Okay. There's, but their skin is literally is the size of, like, your middle finger. That's their... Does Thomas, do you think that elephants... I don't know. Are they thin-skinned? They are very thick-skinned. Well, it looks thick because it's gray and wrinkly. People... No, people have... I feel like if you just hit a push pin on them, it just, it just deflate. They look like balloons. Like, uh... <laughs> <laughs> big rubber balloons. <laughs> are we even sure they weigh that much? I mean... People, no, the, uh, let's go, tr- let's go try, let's go to the zoo and put you under one. <laughs> if you walk by and hit one with a spitball or something, <laughs> just steps on a sticker, it's just going to deflate. <laughs> yeah. Put it on a scale. Wouldn't it be cool if they found out that elephants just were a bunch of hot air in there? <laughs> no like wonder a, they fly. <laughs> like, and where'd they get the idea for Dumbo? Maybe one of them just, you know, took its hitch off or something and <laughs> zipped up in the air. Maybe that trunk's a big hitch. Magnet. <laughs> no, I don't think it's that. I think it's maybe their tail. They've got that teeny tail. Yeah, what's that for? They don't that's not a good tail. It's kinda of to wipe poop off. But do they even that, do they even have tails? I imagine elephants with tails, yes. <laughs> Alligator tail on it. And there's no way to know. But I I like to imagine elephants tails. Jeez, I don't think we're ever going to the zoo again. No. No. Rowan and Mommy want to go to the zoo. Especially I don't like it. It's like uh, I'm going to a jail. It's like going to... It's like going to visit people in jail. It's like going to visit... But outside in the... Yeah. Uh, wilderness jail or something. Like... All these convicts. <laughs> like, look at that lion. What do he do? What's he in for? No, that's oh, why we need, we need to get, like, some lock picking set and just pick all the locks and have the lions no, attack the zoo. No, I don't want to do that. <laughs> no, we get in a helicopter and we have, like, Rowan <laughs> on the bottom of Well, that's what's so crappy about a zoo. It Again, it's another way to employ people to do something that doesn't need to be done. So it's this big organization that has all these animals in captivity then you can't release the animals because if you send them back out into the world, they just get eaten by every other animal that lived in the world. So you have to train these people to then take care of these animals responsibly for the remainder of all time. And then you'll always have zookeepers. That will kill them. They will probably, if they were... If they were just hanging out, like you can't just hang out with a silverback and a jaguar. (laughs) It's not like that's going to happen. You just throw a piece of lamb in there and the jaguar eats it. You go, see, he likes me. It's like, no, he doesn't. Go in the cage. Oh, I can't do that. They get threatened. Yeah, because you're human and they're a jaguar. Take him to the jungle. Well, we can't do that or (laughs) he'll die by other jaguars. So what's the point of this life? Just to sit here and we enjoy it and keep it safe. That's That's uh, not a real thing. You made it up. But anyways, and Mick Jagger works at the zoo. (laughs) (laughs) Or his son does. His son should be getting our second box, which have plenty of poison ivy seeds in there. Um. So his son's a rocker. I heard a story about his son, and then I was thinking about Mick Jagger, and I was like, "Geez, Louise, his dad's got to be—he's got to be eighty-five years old, and this kid's only in his twenties. That's odd." I had a friend that had well, maybe um, it was like an not old a dad. Whole, maybe it was like a whole. Maybe it was that guy got divorced a bunch of times. Oh, he did. Because and then he would get older and then marry. He did. That's exactly what happened. And then that's probably why he's so old. Oh, he probably has a 70-year-old son and a 20-year-old son. 
the brothers, they're half brothers. Like Adrian and Lucas. Yeah, it's weird when that happens. So, anyways, that was a big. That was basically the big news is artificial intelligence. Rowan wants to. Rowan wants you guys to adopt a girl her age. Oh no! If I adopt a girl, it'd be like a fifty-five-year-old woman. No, a, to clean the house. No, just a, a girl her age, so she can play with. Oh gosh, no, that would be awful. Um, can't be. There's enough with Rowan, one Rowan. Yeah, we can't double that. One thing I was curious about, though, or I want to tell you, because you were talking about the mall with Tug. Did I ever tell you about the time I went to the mall and got the pizza? No. Dude, it's one of the best mall stories. Because back before, <laughs> well, the mall used to be where you would go because people would say that. It's not that anybody knew or anybody cared or anybody had any money. There was a movie theater at the mall. There was a food court at the mall. And then all the cool kids who did have money would buy their clothes at stores that you could only get at the mall. This is before the internet and Amazon where you could, everybody could order the same crap. So if you went to school wearing Kmart stuff and everybody that had money went to school wearing stuff from a boutique outlet at the mall or they'd have places like uh, famous um, not at finish line or so you would get Kmart shoes and they would go to the finish line and get Nikes and cool branded stuff. And you'd go to Gordman's and get knockoff like it'd say Nike, but the K would be all screwed up and stuff. So people would know they'd make fun of you. And that's what school was. Um, so on one of those adventures to go to the mall to, to buy some cool jeans or some cool stuff or go to a movie and walk around and try to meet girls or whatever you were trying to do, not get kicked out. Um, That'd be hard for you. There's a place called Sabaros, which is probably not named after an Italian war hero, but I always kind of imagined it was. Um, <laughs> it's a pizza place, though. And what they're famous was they'd serve you the pizza by the slice, and they'd be those big slices. Like at Sam's? Yes, like at Sam's. And But they'd have a whole buffet laid out, and then a couple um, acne-covered kids back there that would hand you whatever slice. You'd say, you want a sausage and pepperoni. Well, we all walked by, and it was about to close. The movie was getting ready to start. And it's like, what do you guys want? It's like, ah, we got to save our money for the movie. I said, well, we're getting ready to close. And we're like, yeah. That's great, you know, good for you. But we can't buy any right now. They said, no, we're getting ready to close. You know what that means, right? We're like, what? We got to throw all this pizza away. Okay, why are you telling us this? I mean... Did you sneak pizza into the movie No, what they then said, like, do you guys want this pizza? We will throw it away where you can find it. So they just put all the pizza in one gigantic box and set it by the garbage can for us to go grab... We could have. We ate all the Sbarros we wanted for free. We had like three boxes of pizza out in the food court. Everything was closed, and we got to eat pizza. We missed the movie, I'm sure, or we're late, and we carried the box in there, I'm sure, and ate pizza during the movie. But it was my greatest, probably my greatest time ever at the mall. It's free like, Sbarros pizza. We need to find out what where that. I like the. Glitter. I tried to relive that moment. How many times after that I'd show up at the mall at closing time hoping to get free Sabaros? It never happened again. <laughs> Talking to my friends, hey man, let's go to the mall tonight. That's why. What need- time? Like I don't know, nine, nine p.m. Why? Just hang out at the food court. Why? It's like you need a friend. It's like, uh, if we had like if Caden works at a donut place and he'll give me all the day old donuts. 
Exactly. You got to have a friend in the food industry, and that's why we're your friend here at OK Taco. If you can't come eat tacos, um, just come down and sign up for your box. We'll send you some poison ivy seeds. And um, anyways, we're going to get out of here. We got to go cook some tacos for some people. With that being said, have an okay day. Have an okay day. That's her happy face. She's an awful one, Grandma Betty. <laughs> she's a Grinch. I wonder if she's listening. I don't even think she has a phone. What is she? I think the only thing she does is 